Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 1865, the Nottingham Forest podcast, is proudly sponsored by The Terrace, the home of retro and fan culture sports merchandising. Check out their range of forest merch by visiting theterracestore.com or visit them on social media. The 1865 Match Report. Welcome to the 1865 Match Report. As we're looking back on Steve Cooper's first win as Forest boss, 3-1 at Barnsley. It makes it seven points from nine for Forest, and they move out of the bottom three with that three points. Forest in the first half fell behind to a penalty from Corley Woodrow after he was hauled down in the box by Toby Figueredo. Forest were behind at the break, but they came back in the second half. Philip Zinkenagel equalised on the hour after he was played in by Brennan Johnson with a, a tap-in across goal. Initially started by Lewis grabbing that move. A, a nice move all round to, to get the equaliser. Johnson then made it 2-1, controlling and slotting the ball into the far corner. A, re- a really neat finish and I think deserved given the performance he put in on the night. And then Graben rounded things off, making it 3-1, tapping home after nice work from Alex Mighton down the left-hand side. He put the cross in and Graben was there to tap it home. So a big three points for Forrest, an enjoyable three points, I think, and performance for all of us to watch. And I'm joined by Tom to look back on the game. Tom, we'll start with the first half and particularly the team selection from Steve Cooper. There wasn't an out-and-out striker in there. Lyle Taylor was on the bench when many thought that he would come in after Graben picked up a a thigh strain on Saturday against Millwall. As it was, it was Brennan Johnson playing through the middle and Philip Zinkenogel. Did the team selection surprise you in any way? It it did and it didn't because after um, the game on Saturday against Millwall, a lot of... um, Fans were saying, oh, what's going to happen without Graben? And Lyle Taylor didn't have the best of um, games. And on top of that, he's not in the greatest form at the moment. So another thing with 
what Steve Cooper's like as a coach is trying to be more adaptive than he could have like used youth and pace and gone with uh, Johnson, which he did. And I thought after the first half, I thought they like linked up really good. Then it, um, then when Griezmann come on, um, it was a completely uh, different game in the second half. But uh, it's something that we wanted the coach to actually be a bit expansive, and we got that from Steve Cooper tonight. Yeah, I thought it was a very positive team selection off the back of Millwall on Saturday and and trying to keep the momentum going that Forrest had started to build up with the results against Millwall and Huddersfield. First half, though, I wouldn't say it was a high-quality first half. It was actually quite watchable, very frenetic at times. But did you see it as a as a, as a quality game or was it one of those where both teams were just trying to get a foothold? Yeah, I, I think that's uh, pretty much what happened. I thought in the first uh, 20-odd minutes, I thought neither side were that great, really. Um, both were a bit naive with um, possession of the football. And then uh, on 20 minutes, we could see um, with the, uh, the penalty, there was no argument. It was truly naive from Figueroa, which unfortunately he's got that in his locker um, when he's up against um, forwards and they got the penalty. And I wouldn't say it was actually deserved, really. I think um, both teams were equal at that point. And you think, oh, here we go, is Forrest up at Orangeley again. It's going to be one of those nights. But after the, um, the uh, half-time, Forrest um, went through the gears and they were a lot better um, side to watch. The frustrating thing with Toby giving away the penalty like that, I thought, was given how solid he'd been in the last two games to then come and make quite a, a I'd say, a silly error there because the, the, that's not a good level of defending from a player supposedly of his experience. And like you say, I think he was he was naive there and and he could have done a lot better. But thankfully, it's not cost Forrest in the end. Should Forrest have been down to 10 men, though, in that first half? There was a what appeared to be a stamp from Zinkenagel on one of the Barnsley players. Um, possibly, um, but these things equal themselves out over the season because if you remember at Pride Park when Craig Forsyth uh, did something similar to Philip Zinkenagel, he, was, uh, well, he did get um, punished later on, but whether uh, that happens with Zinkenagel remains to be seen. But, uh, yeah, I thought he was a bit, um, a bit lucky, but... Um, Hopefully, um, a, set, a potential sending off, uh, thankfully, hasn't overshadowed, which was a pretty good evening. Second half started in many ways similar to the first. It was quite frenetic, but not a great deal of quality on show. I think the important thing for Forrest was that they didn't concede again and go 2-0 down. Steve Cooper changed the system slightly, went to a 4-2-3-1 and took off Figueredo and brought Lewis Graben on. That's a really positive substitution that I don't think we've seen from Forrest, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I mean, in the past with Chris Hewitt, it's been pretty much like-to-like substitutions. But no, it was really brave. And I think, um, to be honest, the front three didn't really do anything wrong. So if any of them, like Lolly, um, Zinconagel or... Um, um, yeah, Lolly, Zinconagel or Johnson come off, I think it would have been incredibly harsh for Sofa... Cooper to actually do that and change the side up, I think it was really a positive move from him and um, and it's paid off because um, soon as Graben's on the pitch, um, we got the equaliser and basically, like I said earlier, we went through the gears after that and got a really convincing uh, win. You saw the, uh, I think the quality and the experience of Graben there, especially that first goal. You could argue it, the ball fell to him a little bit luckily, but 
nevertheless, he fed the ball out for Johnson perfectly into his stride for the for the goal and and for Zink and Ogle to to tap it in. Really good from grabbing there. And Johnson, he got his goal as well. I think very much deserved on the night after the hard work that he'd put in and the, the way he was a constant threat, especially playing just inside of the, the left fullback for Barnsley, who had a, had a bit of a torrid night against him, to be honest. Great finish, though, that from Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. I mean, um, he's one of those players. I mean, I know he's relatively young, but as soon as he went through there, you, you thought he's going to put this away, and he thankfully did. So, um, you know, he's, he's in really good form at the moment because he um, scored the goal at Pride Park and then um, obviously um, scored tonight. So uh, hopefully he can build on that and become one of the um, main figures in Steve Cooper's side uh, in the um, coming months. Another positive substitution was Alex Mighton coming on for Joe Lolly and he played a part in the third goal. Great to see him playing with a bit more freedom. I don't think we've seen that kind of play from him, certainly for a while in a Forest shirt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, Steve Cooper's had um, Alex Martin at various youth um, levels at England, so he knows what he's all about. And I think not just with Martin, I think Lolly alluded to it on um, social media a couple of weeks ago about the shackles are off kind of thing. And I think a lot of, there's been like a mentality change in the last week where in the past it's been, oh, we've got to concentrate on what their strips are. And it's all about us now. Um, I'm not saying we've got any God-given right to be at the top of the league, but as a club like Forest, we should be playing against teams who fear us rather than the other way around. And I think with Steve Cooper, he's basically um, let the players play to their strengths and the shackles are up. And naturally, the mentality is, no, we're going out to win every single game. And you can see in the last week how they're playing, and they're playing with that bit of freedom. And it's easy on the eye for all the supporters now. And, that's what we want to see when we haven't had it in the last 18 months because, let's be honest, the football has been pretty dreadful. And tonight, I think, is an example of where that positive strategy has paid off because Barnsley were not great by any stretch. Uh, I thought they were quite poor, especially in that second half. But Forrest did what they needed to do to score the goals and win the game. And I think under previous managers, Forrest might have laboured to a draw, possibly even a defeat in that game. I wouldn't have seen them putting three away and, and being as clinical as they were in the end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I put on uh, social media once, we got the equaliser, like, let's go and get a second one and why there? And, and we did. And like it says, we haven't done that in recent years and um, we've probably like been happy, oh, we've got an equaliser away from home, let's just sit on it. But no, with Steve Cooper's mentality, it's like, let's get at them. Because if you look at uh, Barsley, I think they were really fragile once that first goal went in. And uh, Forrest uh, went through the gates. There was only going to be one winner, and I don't think if we scored four or five tonight, I don't think it, especially with a second half performance, I, do, I don't think that would have flattered us. But uh, no, we're going in the right direction with um, Steve Cooper, and hopefully, bit by bit, we can start gradually creeping up the league, and then he can um, obviously put his stamp on the side in the next in the January window, hopefully, and then uh, next summer. So yeah, a lot of positivity at the moment after a torrid eighteen months. Um, at the club. One line which stood out for me from Cooper's post-match interview on Radio Nottingham, uh, he was asked about Jack Colback after he came on. He had an opportunity late in the second half where he'd got into quite an advanced position and Cooper was asked about this and talking about Colback and having players in that midfield who will do the defensive work but also 
can get forward and support the attack when necessary. That's something that he said he likes to see. He also then said the line, you can't just attack with three players, which I don't want to say was a dig at Chris Hewton, but we've seen a Hewton team, which has been heavily reliant on trying to get the ball to individuals and hope that they can create a moment of magic. Did you get the impression from the way Forrest played tonight and so far under Steve Cooper that there's a greater emphasis on attacking and I would also say defending as a team? Um, yeah, definitely. And another thing what I've noticed tonight is that um, the forwards are quite close to the midfield and in recent um, times there's been a massive gap in trying to get the ball to the forwards. And we, we mentioned on the podcast that you can put any striker in the side, but if he's not getting the ball, you can't do much uh, with it, stating the obvious there. But um, I've noticed tonight that a lot of players are like playing it closer to each other and, um, and basically the ball retention is better and, and keeping the balls. Um, it's been a lot easier on the eye. So, um, yeah, I think it just didn't work under Chris Hewton and Steve Cooper's gone in there with new ideas and the players at the moment are embracing it and hopefully that will put us in um, a good position in the coming months and like I said, at the end of the day we want to be entertained, we're not going to win every single football match but if you can see what's happening rather than just like trying to play um, for like a nil-nil or something then obviously everybody's going to be happy. Yep, and the signs so far under Cooper are very positive. And Forrester away at Birmingham on Saturday, another away game. But I think we'll all be going into that one feeling more positive and hopeful that we can build on this good start that we've got under Cooper so far. We'll be back with you over the weekend with our match report from the Birmingham game. Until then, thank you for listening. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.